0: Kyle, I'll start you off with an easy one. Describe the scene yesterday as you found out how you got your scholarship. Well, it was uh, pretty wet as in there were a lot of tears. <laughs> I, uh, um, I could go into detail, but I won't. My entire life, I've been the biggest BYU football fan. Dad, dad played here, met my mama. And just my entire life, being from Florida, we always wore everything BYU blue, every school event that ever was where college team, my brother and I, Hayden, twin brother, we always wore BYU stuff. Got made fun of all the time for it, but we didn't care. We were just so obsessed with BYU. So uh, um, just yesterday, I just got a text from John Swift to meet with Kalani before our meetings and went in there, went into Kalani's office, and uh, uh, he sat me down and said some really, really kind remarks and then told me he was on scholarship. And he said other things after that, but I have no idea what he said because I was just bawling my eyes out. <laughs> I was crying and then Kalani was crying and then he just stood up and as he was crying and he just gave me a hug and I gave him a hug. And we just stood there and cried for a sec and told him how thankful I was and just how much it really meant to me. It's, my entire life's dream is just – to play football at BYU and to earn a scholarship here. My mama as well. She, our entire life, high school, she would make us five peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the morning. She'd make us eat, my brother and I each, 10 waffles, five peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for second period, always buy two lunches. Uh, it, the list goes on. She would, at least three times a week, I'd get a text from her to come to my door in class. My teachers got just newer because she would bring food, more Chick fil A or something, just to gain weight. So the entire life dream, it just, it all, it's been worth it. The walk on life here, I would have done it again and again. It was absolutely worth it. But for that to happen and to have earned a scholarship, just it was all the better. It was just so much more gratifying and uh, really was a testament to me and just showed me like uh, that this was all worth it and that I did put in for it. We've talked with other guys who were walk-ons in the past, and they say that the differentiation between a walk-on and a scholarship player at BYU is negligible at best. Can you describe what the team dynamic is like for guys like you who have had to grind and grind and grind just to play? I mean, if you show how much you care, people respect it. Um, Our off-seasons are not easy. So if you can make it through an off-season, honestly, I feel like you're part of the team and everyone else kind of views you as part of the team. So for me, it was that very first, when actually how I started on the team was my very first year, I was preferred walk on a Bronco, but then when I got here, the coaches didn't know me. So I ended up walking on just tryout. And I was actually working out with Dustin Johnson, who is a former fullback tight end here. And on my last day of working out with him, I completely tore my hamstring. This was two days before the, the walk on tryouts. So I actually showed up to the walk-on tryouts with a torn hamstring. And my dad played with Jack DeMuni, so that kind of helped me uh, with that connection. But I couldn't do anything. And they ended up saying, you're, not, you're probably not going to be on the team. You probably can't go till the next year. I said, please just give me a couple weeks. They said, the last day that you can do this is in four weeks, if you're going to go. I went to the doctor. He said, eight weeks till I'll be healthy. just I ended up being all right after four weeks. Um, made the team in the middle of the season, so nobody had any idea who I am. Actually, Coach Clark called me Austin for my first season, he had no idea. He called me Austin every single day. And, uh, <laughs> and we still joke about it all the time. Cause he's like, he's like another father to me. But, um, then after that, throughout that season, um, the next off season, I think I ended up earning my place. And I think that's how it is with all the walk-ons. If they're willing to stay and toughen it out. And if they put in the time and make it through at least just one off season, they get the respect and everyone's kind of treated the same. Kyle, what's the, uh, the terms of your scholarship? Is it through winter semester? How how long does it, does it go for you? Yeah. So, um, luckily for me, I'm actually, I'll be paid for this whole semester. So they'll backtrack and I'll, I'll get all the payment for this. So I'll, it's like, I was on scholarship this entire semester, which is huge. Uh, I won't have to work as many tables at Texas Roadhouse. And then I'll be on scholarship next uh, in the winter. And after that, Kalani asked me to come back and play another semester But I was already scheduled to be a coach next year. So I'm kind of, he's like, you don't have to think about it yet. Like, you're good. But so now I'm deciding whether for next year I'm going to play again or coach. Honestly, the way my head feels, I'm probably thinking uh, coach. But you can't, it's hard to say no to playing another year under Kalanian with with my brothers. I'm glad you're bringing up the coaching because I've heard, uh, you know, earlier this year there, Steve Clark told me uh, on an interview that, uh, your your goal is to be a head coach one day in college football is is so is coaching what you want to pursue after your oh, years are over. I couldn't sit at a desk my entire life, I, and I have to be outside. And I, there's nothing I love more than football. It's funny when I actually went to talk to Kalani about three years ago about being a coach. First thing I told him, I was like, "Coach, like I want to be a GA here, yada yada." I was like, "But just so you know, I'm, I'm coming for your job. Like I want your job one day." And of course, he 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 laughed about it, and he he was kind. But that's the goal. I want to be a head football coach one day. And I just, I don't see myself doing anything else. I'll, I'll be happy every single day if I'm around football and I'm around the guys and an atmosphere like this. There's just, uh being in this program has just made me want to be a coach. And especially having coaches like Coach Stewart and uh, Coach Clark, uh, Coach Fessy, there are plenty of coaches. Um, it's just being around them has really made me want to become a coach as well. All right, Jared, go ahead. and, then yeah, and uh, uh, Coach Coach Mateos as well. I, I didn't give him credit. All right, Jared, go ahead, then Jake. You've seen other people, you know, or heard of other guys that have gotten on scholarship. What's that like when you're, you know, hoping that you'll be that guy at some point, but, you know, it's somebody else's turn and, and they get that opportunity. What's it like when it finally comes around as well? Mixed emotions honestly heartbreaking like when it, it doesn't happen that's why i was at the beginning i was like i don't want to be too open about this too i don't want to be too because i feel bad for some of the other guys but one of the coolest things ever is just like every single time i knew that person deserved it and i loved that guy whoever got it when dax got his i remember i was so happy for him bracken bakery so since brayden he's literally my older brother and so like they just everything about it i was always proud and happy for him and so it was a really cool experience yet yeah when uh everyone kind of like slowly found out i it just i don't know we're just got out and guys were telling everybody just while we were at practice and to have just about everybody on the team come up to me and give me a big hug uh all my uh all my tokos all my poly brothers just dog just dogpiling me and giving me a bunch of love and and uh, not only that to have a bunch of the walk-ons like chase wester and mason wake uh Who's like my little brother. Like, there's just so many guys that were walk-ons that came up to me and gave me a lot of love. Neil, Mo, I, I could go with Peony. I could go on and on, honestly. Tyler, the amount of guys that FaceTimed me after, that called me, that texted me. I feel like it was just about half the team, um, or, uh, pretty much the entire team. And uh, it was in Zach as well. So it was just a really cool experience that all these guys would come show me love, even the ones that were walk-ons and that I know are fighting for a scholarship right now. And all those guys, the entire tight end group, everyone was like either crying or like hugging me or like just big, it just, we're we're the closest group on the team and everybody knows that. So, but it was just really cool that they could all love me and be happy for me, even though some of them didn't have it. And it's cool because I used to do that for other guys as well. So it just kind of goes to show the amount of love that there is in this program. I mean, that's Kalani's whole philosophy, love and learning. That's what he wants this program to be built on. So I thought it was really cool that that I've, I've seen that and I've been in those shoes and now this is my turn. And I was able to fully enjoy that because this is the coolest thing besides going to Argentina that has ever happened to me in my life. Well, and you're coming off maybe the hardest weekend of the season, you know, it's been a tough season, but you know, just the the lows of that tough weekend and then the highs of what happened. I mean, (laughs) that, 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 I guess it's fitting for 2020 because that seems to be what we've all been through. Yeah, it's a roller coaster, baby. But oh, I was—I deleted Twitter. I tweeted something after the game. I was concussed, or I was not concussed. I was just kidding. Uh, I just had a headache, and um, I was just out of it. And I was—I was like, I, I need to delete Twitter right now because I was so upset. And then for all this to happen, it was just the most unreal experience. Just a roller coaster. But I wouldn't—I wouldn't want life any other way. I Guess that's why I'm getting into coaching. All right. I think we only have time for maybe two more questions. So, Jake, go ahead, and then Mitch, if you have one, make it quick. Yeah, I'm asking this for Sean Walker. He was on here, but he had his internet cut out on him. So his question, I'm going to read it verbatim to you, Kyle. First thing, it says, ask Kyle who has the best TikTok game on the team, and then follow up, why is it him? (laughs) See, before it even happened. Are you kidding me? It's me. My my followers are going up. I'm not scared. I don't get embarrassed. I have everyone and their mother coming at me on TikTok and on the DMs and everything, and I just don't care because it's fun. The tight end group, we all have laughs about it. We joke about it. Bunch of guys on the team. Like when we were doing it after all those wins, we would get so much crud for it, so much smack. Hey, the ladies love it. And honestly, I have a lot of fun with this, so it's worth it. Yeah, that was going to be my question, Kyle. So, uh, yeah, what's the favorite TikTok sound then? Is it uh, what, What's the favorite uh, you know sound that you play on, on your TikTok videos these days? Honestly, all the guys make fun of me because when I first got on, I honestly came, I could do the entire dance for you right now. And don't even feel this Remember the song that, yeah, 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 yeah. Number one, baby right there. So that one right there. I don't know why we all just did it all the time. It was really easy to learn and I'm horrible at memorization. So once I got that one down and then I'd go to all the other sports, like my friends and other ones, we'd all do them. So that's just like my go-to now it's my staple. It's easy, fun.